Hi guys. guys. We're back in action. Yes, we are. It's us. In fact, we took a break. Yeah. But now we're back. How's everyone's summer? How's your summer going? Oh. I feel like we don't like Actually, I was listening great. back to other episodes and I was like, we don't really do like an intro of like yeah. you know, like I feel like we jump right into it sometimes and it's like, whoa. Yeah, true. We need a little warm up. We need a little warm up. Anyway. You're right, you're right. Um, I'm I'm my summer's actually going really well. Good. It's been fun. Like I don't know. I'm like I literally know everything about your summer and about you. I'm like, yeah, really? Yeah. Has it been? Yeah. But yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, the listeners need to know. Yeah. They know. It's been fun. Um what, what, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can say. Yeah, it's good. Honestly, I thought the summer would be I just graduated. Thank you. Can we get a round of applause? Maybe I'll put some applause in there. I'll like edit it in. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's enough. That's oh, that's <laughs> Ew, I was trying that? to I was trying to do one of those like hand whistles. Yeah, I know that. But My I mom can do that. That's so sick. Yeah. I wish I could do that. Yeah, it's cool. Anyway. Um, anyways. What was I saying? Oh yeah, I graduated. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit. It has been stressful finding a job, but I've had some good leads recently. Good. I've had some good networking. I've had some good stuff going on. Literally Slow. right after we went camping. We just came back from camping. Mm-hmm. That was, and I that feel was like so now fun. I'm like, oh shit is rolling in. Like things are it good. was like a refresh of my brain mentally. Oh, good. Yeah, it was a good time. Camping is amazing. and Camp- oh, It was so It was fun. so good to get a break mentally yeah. and physically and, like, geographically. Like, yeah. a, ge- a geographical break. And, I mean, physically, we still, like, we walked a lot. We hiked a lot. But, like, well, we did do a lot of, like, yeah. lounging around and hanging out, yeah. too. So. But even, even, like, the physical activity was, like, sort of a relaxing thing because it was just, like, yeah. I don't normally do this. You know, like, hiking and swimming and stuff. Yeah, it was, like, refreshing. Yeah. yeah. Although we didn't swim. We kind of just like I got my toes wet. Yeah, I got my tootsies in the lake. (laughs) I put my tootsies in the lake. (laughs) I put my tootsies in the turquoise lake. (laughs) Guys, if you're in Colorado, go to Turquoise Lake Mm -hmm. in um, Leadville. In Leadville, Leadville is a really cute town. It's like two hours outside of Denver, and the mountains are like right there, and they're gorgeous. They're gorge. The gorge. Why are you talking like a a newsboy? A newsie. (laughs) I'm a newsie at (laughs) Extra, extra. Extra, extra, yeah. All about the press. It. Anyway, yeah, summer's good, Some, and now yeah. we're here, back, Ooh. back at it, back at it again. Well, this is a pretty summary. I think this is a summary topic, kind of. Yeah, maybe. like I feel like it's light. It's light. I think about barbecuing in the summer. I think oh, about yeah. you know going out to eat with friends and family. So true. So today we're talking about what are we talking about, Julia? Cooking today? shows. <laughs> Cooking shows. Yes. That's what we're talking about. Cooking shows. Okay. Shall I begin then? Please. Okay. I have a little bit of background on cooking shows. Mm. I was I was really getting into it. I was like, what is the history of this? When did these begin? Why did they begin? Okay, I'm interested. Why why did they begin? Uh, You better be mentioning Julia Child. Oh, oh, shut the fuck up because you know I will. Okay. My namesake. Yeah. Wait, actually it was after her. It's part of the inspiration. Really? My mom loved Julia Child. Wow. And was like, that's a cute name. And I love Jelly (laughs) Child. Okay, so according to the Smithsonian Institute and various other sources, the first ever cooking show to be broadcasted, already messing up, broadcasted (laughs) was Cookery, which aired in 1946 and was presented by British chef Philip Harbin. Okay. Yes. So even before this, though, in 1936 in Britain on a program called London Characters, uh, it was kind of like a talent show type thing. They showcase like a bunch of interesting people, people of weird talents, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the show, there are several depictions of people cooking, including a singing cook named Rosina Dixon. 
1936, a chef named Moira Main. I'm not supposed to say that. M E I G H N. I don't know. How Probably to say like Maine. Yeah. Okay. This lady. Yeah. She appeared in a standalone program called Quarter of an Hour Meals. Um, but that was like kind of just like a one occurrence thing, like not a full show. It was just like an episode or like a, you know, thing that. <laughs> one time oh, deal. Yeah, one time deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then there was like a few other like short ones kind of like that before Cookery aired in 1936. Okay. But yeah. Um, but some other notable mentions of early cooking shows, James Beard's I Love to Eat in 1946. Joyce Chen Cooks from 1968, and Julia Childs, the French cook, in 1963. So those is kind of like the first group of, like, pioneers of, like, cooking shows. Yeah. And a lot of the audiences were tuning into these shows were, like, typically affluent domestic people, mostly women, yeah. who were just trying to learn to cook better, like, for their families. So yeah. it just kind of fit in with that, like, nuclear family dynamic of the time. Yeah, well, it's like a, a modern, modern at the time, like, adaptation of a cookbook, it seems like. Just yeah. moving it to a show. Yeah, yeah. which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, here's a little bit of a timeline of the shows too, because honestly, it's, they've lasted every single decade of like, since they began yeah. in like the 30s and 40s. I mean, yeah, they're still popping. But yeah. So like in the 60s, that was like dominated by Julia Child and Joyce Chen. And then the 70s brought us Food Fair with Delia Smith and Everyday Cooking with, I don't even know how this is. This <laughs> whole. <laughs> how do you sound? Jacques? 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 Oh yeah. I What's like, the French I feel like I know this fella. Yeah. 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 Jacques? Pepin. Jacques Pepin. Jacques Pepin. Cooking with Jacques Pepin. Wait, I think I probably, remember seeing probably, that one. It's probably Pepin. Pepin. Oh. Jacques Pepin. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah, I took French. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cool. yeah I, I, did, I did not take French. So, uh. <laughs> uh, and then the 80s and 90s, they that's when it really popped off in the 80s and 90s. We had mm. Martha Stewart coming in with her show. Yeah. Food Network launched in 1993. <gasps> yes. um, and because before that, cooking, the cooking shows were really dominated by the European market. But yeah. then the Americans were like, we can do it too, and we can do it better. And then they were like, Food Network, bitch. Food Network. And then they just popped out so many fucking shows. Oh, there's so many Food Network shows. So um, do you remember Emerald Live? Did you ever watch that one? No. That, that, oh, I need to show you. I don't have a space. I can't remember. Emerald Live? Emerald. Well, is that even a word? Emerald, that's his name. Oh, it's, it's a word. <laughs> You're saying that Never you don't remember this man? Oh, I've definitely seen him. Yeah, you definitely. Everyone look up a picture of him. You've most, you've definitely Never watched seen him. It, like your grandma's like, like watching his. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah he's so funny. Okay, anyways. So that was that. And then we also had Good Eats with Alton Brown. That came in the 90s. And Gordon Ramsay's 1998 <gasps> Boiling Point. Oh, it's fucking go, yeah. Gordon. And then in the 2000s, it kind of popped off even more with Rachel Ray coming on air with her show. Anthony Bourdain had a show. Hell's Kitchen came in 2005. Mm. And in 2007, the show I'll be talking about, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Screaming. Yeah! Okay, I must preface this first with saying Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. I really love that show. Not my fave cooking show. What's your fave? Chopped and Cake Boss. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Cake Boss. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to do that one, but it's not as, like, prevalent in, like, pop culture today. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I love Cake Boss. It's I so like that one, too. Funny. It's so yeah. funny. <laughs> it's like you get, like, the family lore and, like, the family dynamics and all, like, fighting each other. It's kind of like the bear, but, like, real life in, in a bakery. Oh, my God. I need to watch more of it. I haven't watched a lot of it. Okay, but back to Diner Drivers and Dives. So what is Drivers, Dives, and Dives? Or as Guy himself calls it, the Triple D. <laughs> Okay, so it's a Food Network series starring host Guy Fieri as he travels around the nation visiting America's favorite diners, drive-ins, and dives. Look at that. Wait, drive Okay, I was thinking drive-in movies, and that's wrong. No, like, that's wrong. Right. But he always goes into that. It's kind of just, like, more, like, 
home style cooking, like very, I don't know, anything that's like really prevalent in a specific area or like, I'll, I'll get into it. That but makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, he interviews the owners of the restaurants as they walk him through like the process of making their most popular menu items. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then they also show clips of like Guy Fury like, just like ripping into these meals. And he's like, oh, this <laughs> like they always yeah. show him just like the first bite and he's like really going in and you're like oh this is kind of like not appetizing but whatever <laughs> um and then they also show like the customers they like go around and like interview them and they're like yeah i like love this place i always get the green chili and then they like go to the other people and they're like yeah their pizza is like the best ever <laughs> so yeah um each episode there's typically like a unifying theme such as like burgers pizza seafood whatever or like i don't know there's like something kind of like food oriented that it's surrounded yeah, surrounded, 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 <laughs> centered around. Centered, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he goes to like a specific city. So it's like burgers in Seattle, best burgers in Seattle, whatever. I was actually telling my dad about this show, yeah. and he said they came to Kansas City and did barbecue. And I was like, bruh. I have a list of some Kansas City places. Uh, at the end is a little treat. I really, okay. I need to watch this because I've never actually seen it. Really? Because it was so fun because one of the places in Denver is Sam's Number Three, and we'd always like go there as kids, and it was like, oh my god, Guy Fury. Uh, because I went through, I went through like a really intense like Food Network phase as a kid, where I was oh, yeah. watched like so much cooking shows, and I wanted to be a chef. Oh wow! So, yeah. Okay. From like the age of like probably eight to like ten or twelve, I like wanted to be a chef or like a baker. Or that is one of the most stressful jobs. I know because because I watched Cake Boss and I loved that show as a kid, and that mm. like got me into it, and I started watching all the like cooking shows. Yeah. And so yeah, it's just super fun to like go and you're like guy here. Well, that's here. I like the like locality aspect of that, that. Yeah. That I feel like you don't have with others because then you can like relate to like your own city exactly. being represented yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That's why it's kind of cool. that's why like even though I make fun of like people are like yeah this is the best food. It's like kind of cool like, if you were like a local and then like you were on the show you're like I love yeah. that place you know what I mean yeah and it is really good for the restaurants and like their business and stuff so a lot yeah. of them are like family owned and so it like really helps their and business good for like tourism too yeah probably. exactly yeah. word word, word. Okay. um so yeah the restaurants like I said are always like local favorites and typically family owned mm. um and they feature like menu items like fresh ingredients or family recipes stuff like that so it's kind of cool to like see like a family recipe at this like famous restaurant and then you can kind of like try to replicate it too yeah if you like really like a restaurant you're like oh I would like, love to make that like that reminds me of home you could like we're on the show and like make it at home oh that's okay um oh my god this is crazy okay so the show includes some guest appearances from time to time so a lot of them are just like other chefs like robert irvine or like andrew zimmerman and stuff but they also have just like random ass celebrities when i hear who is yes matthew mcconaughey Uh. (laughs) (laughs) jump scare chris rock kid rock kevin james okay martin sheen Hmm. gene simmons um, okay. <laughs> um, okay. Mick Fleetwood. <laughs> oh, cool. I think he has his own restaurant in like Hawaii. Okay. So maybe that's Mick. why. And then Adam Sandler. Of course. That's not surprising. Can you imagine an episode with Adam Sandler and Guy Fieri together? That, like that works. That works so well. Those are like two names you wouldn't usually put together by association, but like when they are associated, it just works. It's like this should have like, happened a long it's time like, ago. Y- are you twins? Yeah. <laughs> are you are you twins? Are you they, they, they do have friends? a similar vibe. They, they do. In a weird way. Yeah, I can't explain it. I can't either. Anyways. <sighs> All right. Currently, there are 38 seasons of the show and 419 episodes and counting and over 800 restaurants appearing on the show. Wow, that's crazy. That's a lot. So it's been going on for like how many years? Since 2005. Dude, Whoa. You do the math. I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I simply can't. What is that, 18 years? Yes. Good job. You did the math. You did it's the math. subtracting five from 23. I'm like, oh, no, no. I'm like, oh, fuck, no. You know when you're, like, at the register at work and you, like, you, like, click the wrong, like, amount of, like, oh, you don't do cash. 
Okay, but oh, I, I do know that I used you know to do that. You know what I mean? That feeling of like, yeah, yeah, when you like click the wrong one and then, and then you, you have like, to actually do, do it in your head. I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And there's like a line and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. You're like doing it really quick in your head. And I'm like, okay, I think this is the right change. Yeah. Just, like, I definitely give people the wrong change. Oh, totally. So I'm like, um, uh, ear. Ear. <laughs> yeah, you have from 70 I'm 21 and I can't back. do basic math. <laughs> I got a college degree and I can't add and subtract. <laughs> I cannot even add. <laughs> Literally cannot. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So, if you're in Denver and you're looking for some <laughs> cool diners, drive-ins, and dives, here's some that have been featured. Like I, I said, yes. Sam's number three. That's a classic. Actually, we should go there sometimes. It's kind of nice. It's just like a little it's diner. Like, like, oh, I it's a know. diner? Mm. Yeah, it's like a diner. It's just like chill. They have like, they have really good breakfast burrito. It's so good. They put smothered some green chili on there. Let's go. Mm, you love so green good. chili. Oh, Coloradans love green chili. Interesting. It's a Colorado thing. I, get, I guess Probably in New Mexico type yeah, thing too. Yeah. Maybe Texas, but. Green chili. Mm. They roast them in that giant thing. They're like, oh, I, oh, I love that. Yeah. Welton Street Cafe. I don't know if they're closed or not, but I think that's like, like a very local, like family-owned place in Denver. Hmm. Um, Day G Korean Barbecue. Have you seen? Have you passed that on Colorado Boulevard? I think they have several locations so. now, but the Colorado Boulevard location, I think, was the first. And I've been there. wanting Korean barbecue. There you go. Go sometime. I don't really know if I like Korean barbecue or not. I just can't eat a lot never of meat. Never had it. I don't like same. any kind of barbecue because I if I um, eat too much meat, I it is a too. lot. Guys, of I do eat meat now. I was a vegetarian for years. Hello, hello, and now hello, hello. Newsflash: <laughs> I eat meat now. Newsflash: But this just in. I had a little bit of an incident. Oh right, with yeah. some meat recently. You shat. What? Yeah. You okay. shat. <laughs> I didn't shart. I did not shart. <laughs> that will get you fucked up. Yeah, it like really fucked me up. So now I'm like, mm, I just like eat a little bit here and there, but I don't, I don't think yeah. I ever eat barbecue. Barbecue like, I, I do rarely because it will, it's a boom. Like when yeah. you're really, really hungry, delicious, but it's yeah. a lot for it's your stomach. Lot. Yeah. If my mm. like parents, like if they, my family gets barbecue, I'll like, you know, if I like want to go with just to see family, I just eat all the mm. cornbread. I love cornbread. Oh yeah. I, coleslaw. Mm. I don't love coleslaw. Really? I love a potato salad. I love a macaroni salad. But something yeah. about coleslaw. I love coleslaw. Like when it's like kind of soggy, like cabbage stuff. I'm like, mm. I like it when it's more ranchy. It's like sometimes it's like more vinegary and wet yeah. and sometimes it's more ranchy. Okay. But it depends. I, I, I I'm more of a potato both. salad kind of gal. Okay. But cornbread. Cornbread slays, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Okay. Blue pan pizza. I've heard about like a lot about that one. I feel like a lot of people have gone there. It's like supposed to be really good pizza. Okay. Maria Empanada. Jeremy said this. I was telling him about this, and he was like, "I think that Empanada place on on uh, Pearl on Broadway." Oh, Broadway. Oh, I've on seen Broadway. That. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, "Oh my god, I've seen that." He's like, "Yeah, I think that was on Diner Trucks." And Fuck. he was right, dude. It we is. should go because I love empanadas. I've never had them, and I really oh, want to go. Oh, they're really good. We should really do that. Empanadas. Empanadas. And me. Wait, how do you say I love? Me gusta. Me gusta. Me encanto empanadas. <laughs> Alejandro's gonna listen to this and he's like, actually, that's so, that's literally so wrong. <laughs> <wrong. laughs> I literally took Spanish too, and I'm like, yeah. I think it's, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Anyways, um, don't right. don't tell us we're wrong if we're wrong. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Bagel Deli on Hampton. I've never gone Ooh. there, but bagels in Denver suck. So yeah. I'm willing to try anything. This isn't New York. This ain't New York. We're talking about this is Denver. <laughs> I literally drained. Guys, we just got back from camping. Like a few hours ago. Yeah, our bodies are recovering. Our minds are recovering. Our minds are recovering. The altitude got us. We're recovering from vacation mode. Yeah, altitude vacation mode. Yeah. So bear with us, okay? Okay, yeah. Bear with us, guys. Um, some other honorable mentions in Boulder. 
Hmm. The sink. Have you been to the sink before? No. We gotta go. It's so cool in there. They have, like really low ceilings and like really cool art on the walls. Just like really weird. Like yeah, it's mm. cool. And apparently Obama visited there one time too, <gasps> which we love. Yeah, him. we love him. Okay. Um, and then Foolish Craig's, which is also a place in Boulder. I've heard a lot of people talk about. Okay. So you're, you're passing out the Rex. You're passing the, the Rex. Rex. Now. KC restaurants. Yay. I want to see if you know any of these. I just pulled like random ones. Okay, I'm excited. I got all these from FlavortownUSA.com. All right. <laughs> We're going to Flavortown. Anyways. <laughs> um, Banksia Bakehouse? Wait, yeah. Is that yes? an Australian bakery? Yeah, sure. I, don't I know. think I just they wrote moved. them down. I oh. have been there. Yeah, that's really, it's good. really good. It's an Australian, Australian bakery. Australian. What kind of food is that? Um, there's like fun little cakes. They had like sandwiches and stuff, but they also like most of their like baked goods were like Australian. I don't even remember exactly what. I got like a really good chocolate cake there once. Oh shit! Yeah, it's I really like cool Australian building. food. Like, I yeah, don't I even... don't even know what else. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, the brick. Yeah. <gasps> really. My dad goes to the Brick every week. Really? Every, every week? He, he knows the bartender. They're like really good friends. Your dad and the bartender? No. <laughs> she made his jeans. Wait, no. Did he you? literally told me that. That sh- her name is Sherry, like the bartender there. And sh- I think she owns the Brick too. We got interviewed. I need to watch that episode because oh I've been there too. You should. We should find it online and watch it. Dude, this is crazy. Sherry, I know these wow. places. I okay. already know. Pig Witch? Yep. Really? That's in the market. That's so crazy. Um, KC Taco Company. Yep. Grinders. Yep. Oh my god! I know I all of those. One that you knew all because I just pulled them. I was like, these are like the top five. Like, was whatever. there was Arthur Bryant's on there? I don't know. I don't. I didn't get that far down. Okay, because that's maybe. like a big barbecue place. Oh my god! Wow. wow. Which one? Like, are they all really good places? Have you eaten at all of them? I don't. I haven't eaten at KC Taco Company or Grinders, but I know of them. Wow. I like. I've seen all of those before. Oh my god. Yeah. That's so cool. I love it. That's so cool. cool. Okay, well, yeah. So if you guys are in KC, Julia's Rex. hometown. That's my hometown. Go eat in those places. <laughs> and if you're in Denver, go eat at the other ones I said. Triple D received an Emmy in 2013. Wow. Just put that out there. So it's been going on for so long and they got a fucking Emmy. So it's like credible. Credible they show. They deserve that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I have some information on Guy Fieri, but it's really not all that crazy interesting. What is it? Do you want? Do you? Do you guys want to know about Guy Fieri? I uh, yeah. Okay, here's a little bit about him. He I was born January twenty second, nineteen sixty eight. He's an Aquarius. Makes sense. Yeah, that he's does a little make quirky, sense. Well, little he's quirky old. Guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, well yeah. 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 Oh, I, I guess not. He's like fifty. He's like in his fifties. Yeah, I mean, he's like pretty close to our parents' age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. in Columbus, Ohio. Cool. Um, but he grew up in Humboldt County, California. He's like known as like a California guy, mm-hmm. but he like moved there at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, at the age of ten, he got his first taste of the mu- the music industry. Um, my brain is he tasted the music. My brain is <laughs> fucked up because all I've been talking about is the music industry lately. Jobs, <laughs> yeah. finding jobs. Um, taste of the food industry, selling pretzels from a cart that he built with his dad. Oh, like soft pretzels or hard? I think soft pretzels. Wow, I know I it's very that's pretzel. very like Arrested Development. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> So with the money he earned from that in high school, he traveled to France as a foreign exchange student where he discovered his love for the culinary arts. That's the place to discover your love I for know. the culinary arts. <laughs> um, he attended the University of Nevada, Las Vegas and graduated in 1990 with a degree in hospitality management. Why did I put management twice? I put hospitality management management. <laughs> he managed the hell out of the management. management. <clears throat> um, and then in 1996, he opened his first restaurant, Johnny Garlic's in mm. Santa Rosa, California. And he owns 17 different restaurants now. Wow. Um, or, like, he has over the course of, like, 
you know, his career. I don't know if all of them are still open, but I think he has like, like a, there's like a bunch of different ones all across the country. Hmm. Um, and then of course, along with Triple D, he also has shows on Food Network, like Guys Grocery Games and like several others. And he's author of six books. Okay. Yeah. So he's slaying. And I don't know, I kind of went down a rabbit hole too, like looking up like, is he problematic? Like what kind of stuff, like about his like character. Yeah. And it seems to be kind of some stuff. There was some stuff about like homophobia, like he might be homophobic. He made comment, like he, mm. there was stuff from his like staff, like his crew on the show that he'd make comments about like, you know, couples like, um, if like a queer couple owned a restaurant, he'd like make comments about it and stuff like that. Mm. But other than that, there was, wasn't really anything I could find. Yeah. And like, that's obviously not okay. It's inexcusable. But yeah. I don't know. There wasn't like a whole lot about his character or him as a person. I feel so. like any like, Kind of, when any of those like really popular like white guy chefs, yeah, probably have their skeletons in the closet. I mean, any kind of white guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, any kind of white famous. Any guy. kind of white famous guy has skeletons. <laughs> Who has an closet. ego? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think his show just is. It's really good for, like I said, family-owned businesses, tourism in different like parts of the country, stuff like that. So I think um, you know, at least his show his show slays. It slays. I like that it's not a competition show either because I yeah. usually associate cooking shows with competitions and that but one not just always. seems kind of just fun and Yeah, light. it's kind of like Anthony Bourdain where he just like travels, travels. around and like And I places. love that too. I love like the travel aspect Because you learn about the culture of that place yeah. too. Anyways, that was Triple D. Yay. Really interesting stuff. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm inspired to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> really interesting stuff. He sounds so amused. <laughs> So my show is a competition show, bum, bum. but it's not super competitive, bum, bum. and it is the Great British Bake Off. Yay! Otherwise known as the Great British Baking Show in the U.S. Wait, they've called it Great British Bake Off? Yeah, in England it's called Great, Great British Bake Off. The reason why it's called the, bake, the Great British Baking Show in the U.S. is because Pillsbury owns the rights to the term Bake Off. What? Because Pillsbury had a Bake Off show. And so they own that shit, and well, they didn't give it Why are they up. utilizing it? Uh, I it might still be going on, but nobody gives a fuck about Great it. Great British Bake Off sounds so much better. I know. Fuck but you, Pillsbury. But I love that little guy. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you get like a roll of like little Pillsbury dough bread. Yes. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, they're both the same thing. The only difference is that there are 13 seasons of the show available in the UK and only 10 in the US, which is pretty sick and twisted, if you ask me. <laughs> Like wait, like give me all ones of them that they won't release. Yeah, like the the first uh, three are like available and okay, I will. I mean, say they're the, probably pretty janky. Yeah, they're not yeah. as good, and it was yeah. like a different format. Like they were still finding yeah. their footing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, I want to watch. Like, come on, guys. Like, yeah, that's crazy. I feel like like there's more leeway for that in Europe because they're like, oh, let's give you three seasons of like kind of fucked up, and then like in America, it'd be like cut off after one season if it was like janky. Yeah, you true, I mean? true. Weird. Anyways. Anyway, so Bake Off is a British baking competition show produced by Love Productions, which aired for the first time in 2010. Um, and it was founded by, Love Productions was founded by Richard McCarrow and Anna Beattie, who tried to sell the show for four years before it was finally picked up, originally by BBC Two, but now it's owned by, um, it's broadcasted by Channel Four. And they were inspired by rural baking competitions at village parties. And they decided Sorry. to center on baking instead of cooking, 
because they thought it said baking said a lot about Britain and it's like many regional mm. baked goods. Oh. Which is so smart because British food. Ugh. Beans and toast, beans and toast. Beans and toast. What else do they eat? I just like a lot of eggs. <laughs> eggs. <laughs> eggs. Eggs. I don't know. Yeah, just a lot of like bland, you know, it's not very. Okay, I will say fish and chips is good. Like, I'm not going to diss all of it, mm, but. Fish and chips. The British are not down. known for their cooking. Let's just yeah. say that. However, their baked goods are great. They're outstanding. Crumpets, scones. Mm, I love a scone. Although those little cucumber sandwiches with your mm, tea. Come on. High tea. High tea. Yeah. I, I love that stuff. So um, I think that was a good move on their part. Um, Solid. Yeah. Okay. So here is how the show works. So Give it to us. a group of amateur bakers, usually 12, sometimes 13. <laughs> a baker's dozen. 12 of them or 12 year olds? <laughs> What do you think? Could you imagine a bunch of twelve-year-olds just like, yeah, we're going to go get and we're going bake off today. Okay, they, they do have juniors though. They have <gasps> juniors. I hate those. It's weird because it's just like, if I was a kid, I'd probably like it. But as an adult, when I was I don't a care. kid, I liked watching them and like that was when I when I went through my phase where I wanted to be a chef. I like wanted to be on one of those shows. I was like, I'm gonna do wow. it. I'm gonna be That's on Chopped Kids. But like they're, I mean, they're baller. Like they're like, yeah, they're in shit. They're, they're and killing like, it. Yeah, whatever. But I, they're just annoying. I don't really, I don't want to hear. You and in your opinions about no, the food you're making. I would I wouldn't watch the juniors. Yeah, sorry for sure. Sorry, kids. Um, but there are people from all walks of life all across the UK, what? and they come together in this big tent in the middle of the English countryside. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little strange. <laughs> <laughs> and they compete to be crowned UK's best amateur baker. So each week they have to compete in a amateur, series. Amateur, amateur. <clears throat> yeah, because it's it's amateur baking. So they're really just. Because they're, they're like home, yeah, home they're home. Bakers? They're just like wow. that. They're just like the just like that. D D D D D, triple D. Well, triple D. They're actual like restaurants. Oh, you're right. But like same sort of like home making. It's kind of like family concept. There's one on Food Network like that, I think. Or like sometimes they have chopped like that, where it's like, oh, these are just like home bakers or like right. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, oh, Great okay. British Baker Show is always like that. Wow. Okay, that it's makes me like even more. I know because they are really like, humble people and like uh, exactly really funny and like normal. Yeah. And they're and yeah. they're not like you can tell they're not like do it's not like a reality TV show thing like they're mm-hmm. just normal people who love to bake they're not uh, like putting yes. on airs you know yeah 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 so each week they have to compete in a series of three challenges that test their baking skills and they're judged by the two judges Paul and Prue and oh also my God Paul Paul his eyes are so scary is I know. Hate that's the one with the his searing blue eyes his searing oh I feel like he never blinks gains. either I'm like uh, I know and he's always like it's quite dry. <laughs> I think it's quite dry. And Prue is like, but that jam is lovely. <laughs> but that jam is lovely, that, isn't I, that's it? That's a lovely jam. That's though. a lovely jam. You've got to give the credit to a lovely jam. Lovely jam. <laughs> okay. Okay, anyway. So each week has a different theme. So mm-hmm. they always have like bread week, pastry week, stuff like that, just to test the basics. And then they do some random themed one. Like they have like Roaring Twenties week. They usually do like a decade week, like oh. 80s week or Roaring Twenties week. Wait, what does that, what does that entail? And how do they know, like, oh, this bread was popular in the 20s? What? Uh, I think they just do some little, they do some research. They, wow. they go back to, like, what was popular and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's fun. I, I know. That. I think okay. they only started doing that in, like, recent um, seasons. It's really cool. cool. And they also do, like, sometimes, like, a national-themed week. So they did Mexican week, which was a disaster. Oh, I saw Because, that. I'm sorry, British people don't know they Mexican don't know. food. I can't blame them, you know. They're, they're yeah. all the way across the pond. Yeah, but they're, like... So. 
today I'm making tacos and I've never made tacos before. <laughs> and it's like really no, cringe. Like, hate British people. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It That's, wasn't. Those good. are the moments where I'm just like so fucking annoyed by British people. <laughs> okay, but watching Great, like I do really get annoyed by British people. Like sometimes I just can't handle them. Like on TV, but when yeah. I just watch like Great British Baking Show, they're more like normal. I feel like they like amp it up on like shows and stuff like their Britishness do you know what I'm talking about yeah they're, like accents and stuff like when I watch Great British Baking Show it's not that bad yeah I do you think they do that in sex education do you feel like they amp no it up? that one feels very I, like American real. though yeah yeah true anyways we're so Americanly American biased yeah I know but they are I, lo- I love Brits though I, I do love the I Brits. do love them yeah I, I you know I love New Order Joy Division Clash most of my favorite bands are British bands yeah words word Word. Okay. Word. 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 Bowie. Sorry. <laughs> Bowie. <laughs> so these are the three different types of challenges. It starts off with the signature bake, which mm-hmm. tests the baker's personalities and like creative flair when it comes to cooking. So nice. they usually cook something that they're comfortable with that they've baked before. I like that. But they can add their own little twist to make it unique. Mm-hmm. The judges come by and they taste. They give individual feedback. Then they move into the technical bake. This is the harder one, where all the bakers are blindly given the same ingredients and instructions, and they have to bake the same thing, which has been chosen by one of the judges. Oh. Um, and the instructions are usually kind of vague, and sometimes these people will have never even heard of what they're baking. A lot so, of times, so that's they don't true. even know what it's supposed to look like. Yep. Are there pictures or? No, there's no pictures. <gasps> it's just like vague instructions, and they just have to do it. That sounds really hard. And then they're yeah, it's really difficult. Yeah. And then all the dishes are lined up in front of the judges, and they're judged blindly. And the judges, like, rank them from worst to best. <gasps> so they don't even know. Oh, that's mm-hmm. like PE. Like, getting, like, chosen last year's is, like, the bottom. You're like, ah! Yeah, that's exactly how. Like, see them and everybody, and every, all the other bakers, like, see who gets, like, the rankings. Yeah. This I, makes me want to watch it. This is so much tea. It, like, it oh, is. Yeah, that's probably the most intense one. Like, people yeah, struggle yeah, yeah. the most with that yeah. one. But they're always, like, so nice about it and, like, calm. Like, that's the difference between watching that show and watching, like, American cooking shows. Exactly. Like, if there's, like, this crazy music and they're sweating, they're running around. They're like, three, two, one. And Great British <laughs> Show, it's like, you have 30 minutes, chefs. And yeah. they're like, okay. They're like, thanks. Yeah, they're like, bakers, you've got 15 yeah. <laughs> minutes. You've got three minutes left. And they're like, oh. They're like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I guess mm. I should start plating it. Yeah. yeah. They're, yeah. they're much, it's definitely like not, the stakes don't feel as high. That's it, true. Well, yeah. it does get stressful, I'll say that, but it's just not as intense as American cooking shows. Like, yeah, there's so much pressure and like drama. They, they just add way more drama. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay, so the final challenge is the showstopper bake. Um, this is like the moment of truth. And mm-hmm. the bakers are asked to make some crazy, like imaginative thing that usually takes hours. It's usually like architecturally, like, really advanced and cool um and they can practice these at home so um whatever they choose to do they have to showcase like a professional standard of taste and appearance so this is like the crown jewel of all okay so they they go in knowing that they're going to be doing this and they're like prepared yeah they they usually bring like sheets of paper like where they've like drawn it and like planned out the recipes Yeah, yeah yeah um so then the judges taste the showstopper and they give feedback like the signature but the stakes are way higher than the yeah. signature. Okay. Then Paul and Prue go off to their picturesque little gay little tent, <laughs> which is covered in like Union Jack flags and like teacups. Yeah. It's so gay and British. <laughs> and they vote who will be the star baker of the week okay. and who will be eliminated. <gasps> so one person and sometimes two people are eliminated two. each week. Oh, yeah. Sometimes Why they switch two? it up. 
Um, just for just for shits. Just for shits, yeah. Just okay. to get a little sh- surprise. Oh, damn. Yeah. Sad. I know. Usually, sad usually it's one. Usually it's one because yeah. they're really nice. Yeah. Um. So the judges in question are Paul Hollywood, one of the UK's leading artisan bakers. Yeah. And Prue Leith, a culinary expert, food teacher, and writer. Hmm. In addition to the judges, there are two presenters. <laughs> Who generally bring like a silly gay vibe to the tent? Like <laughs> Wait, this show is why so is gay. This, why is why is why is the little tent that they go into gay? Why is that one gay? Because it's a it's a man and a woman going in and discussing. So tell me no, why it's gay. It's just like every every aspect of the show is just really gay. Yeah, I feel like gay people really love it. Oh, gay people love it. Yeah, just the fact that it's baking first of all, gay, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then like just the the like lighthearted I don't know vibes. I, I yeah. guess it's less gay when when Prue and Paul go to their little tent, but definitely But like the tent itself is like a little like The tent itself is just like so little, like, gay. like gay. Yeah, okay, love it. It's so love like it. British gay. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Sure. Um and like cutesy. Um but the pre- the presenters are always so gay. Yeah. They change like throughout the years, but right now they're um Noel Fielding. He's a comedy writer and performer. Is he the bald guy? No, he's okay, the guy like who looks like a vampire. Guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The emo guy. <laughs> the emo guy. Yeah, he's wearing some like long, he's wacky like, sweater. Yeah, he's wacky. Um, and then Matt Lucas. He's an actor and comedian who is the spitting image of Humpty Dumpty. I've seen him somewhere else before. Yeah, Has he's he been. Stuff? He's in a lot of movies. He, it, he was in yes. Paddington um, and some other shit. Hold on, look him up because I every time I watch that show, I'm like, can't yeah. place it. He's, he's a he's stuff. really good at impressions that you can tell he's an actor. Yeah, he's yeah. in Bridesmaids. And, oh, and yes. Alice in Wonderland. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. I've definitely seen him before. Mm-hmm. That guy. He's, that guy. He slays. He does. But guess what I found out? What? So he actually left after the 2022 <gasps> season. That was his last so season. So he's not going to be back this next he's season? He's not going to be back. Oh, but the, gonna be? it's going to be TV personality Allison Hammond. I feel like. Oh, I know. It's, it's not going to be gay anymore. It's not going to be gay. I think she kind of has a gay vibe. Have you, you seen this girl before? No. I, she's really known on British television. She's really funny, actually. Okay, she could bring the gay. I think she could bring. She the seems fun funny. Gay. She seems funny. Yeah, I think at least the funniness. Okay, know? yay. Okay, I'm, I'm so that yes, that's going to be the new one. Because that little duo, I feel like that duo going was on great. There. Oh, oh, <laughs> do you? <laughs> they give like a, a little like like friend like friends to lovers like sure you know you, you know the ones who were the gayest was the original two lesbians oh, actually i think only one oh my god was a lesbian, yeah but they were gay 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 they were they were so gay oh I that was the it. gayest it got yeah yeah, yeah yeah anyway uh, <laughs> um so there are 10 hour long episodes and no, not 10 hour long but you 10, 10 hour each. single hour long yeah episodes. yeah yeah, yeah. And on the last episode, there's a big happy picnic celebration outside the tent where all the friends and family and people who got booted earlier gather and they eat the final showstoppers. And then the winner of the season is crowned. That's like so cute. I love it's that. Adorable, it's adorable because then you so guys to celebrate with your family Ugh. and it's like so adorable it's and so cute. cute. Um, and it's always like three people, three final people who are left and they just mm-hmm. like fight to the death in the end. That's weird that it's three. It's usually always two. I know. Hmm. Anyway, unlike most shows, they don't get a cash prize, which is kind of crazy to me. I feel like they deserve that. What the fuck do they get then? They get a little plaque, a bouquet of flowers, and, you know, some fame. Actually, quite a lot of fame in the UK. Wait, 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 wait. You get flowers and a plaque for this shit? Yeah, and you're UK's best amateur baker. Oh, fuck that. No. Uh -uh, uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. I know. Ain't no way. Because they go through a lot of stress. Because on American... Like competition You'd be getting shows? big money. You get two hundred thousand dollars for winning yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, I mean, and I think it's close to like 
probably like twenty thousand on most of like the shows. Ten thousand. I know. Survivor like, what, what is one million. Shot? That's fucking insane. Uh, yeah. Um, if you haven't watched our reality yeah, competition go, go check that out. Go check that out. Yeah. Um, the winner receives ten thousand. Ten thousand. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, that's like still a good amount. Of still money. something. I know. I think they deserve. And that's a one and go. Price. Like that's not like a week after week because it's like week long. Yeah. Yeah, chopped is one and done. It's yeah. like four chefs go and then you walk yeah. out with ten thousand. Wow, that's at crazy. The end of the day, because yeah. this is so much longer and it's arduous. Like it's a long fucking process. And you get enough. You have fucking flowers. I know, mm. and, and like it's stressful too. It's great, Scott. They all mixed up. They got all, they got all scrambled up. in the brains. Anyways, <laughs> they're scrambled in the they're scrambled up there. Um, also because they make like they like. Do like math and like art. They make like architectural yeah, wonders, and I'm like, they should get some money for that. I can't believe they don't get money. Also, they have to like stay. In, well, they get to go home during the week, but they have to go back like every weekend because it's every weekend they do it. And I'm gonna get into some of the details, but this shit is crazy. I was oh like, damn, this God. seems like kind of a lot of work and seems like really stressful. For and intense. no money. This for sounds no like money. internships. <laughs> Literally, I'm an internship. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the success of the show. Yeah. So it's become a cultural phenomenon that Phenomenal. really attracts viewers from across the world. Mm-hmm. And it's also one of Britain's most popular shows. It's not as popular in the U.S., but it's still quite big. It's like, huge. It had like it. a resurgence. Yeah. yeah. In 2016, it made history when 15 not, 15.9 million Brits watched the season seven finale. Wow. The largest audience since the London Olympics in 2012. <sighs> Holy shit. Isn't that crazy? Wait, more than the London Olympics or like second best to that? The largest since. So it topped it. I think it topped it. Holy shit. That's insane. I know. Wow. Pop off. Right. And there's been tons of spinoffs. So there's a holidays edition. There's a professionals edition. So they they do have professionals and a juniors one. And then every once in a while, they have a fun little special episode where they have like celebrities who come in and bake. Ooh, yay. So if you guys have seen Dairy Girls, I love that show. It's like an Irish show. Yeah, I've heard of that. It's so funny. Anyway, they had like the cast of Dairy Girls go and compete. So oh, like fun. people who don't know how to bake, so it's like funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they also have many international versions, including the Great American Cooking Show. Ew. Which, no. or Baking Show. Why did I put Cooking Show? Baking Show. Baking. Which is also hosted by Paul and Prue, but yeah. oh, that's I've heard it's not as good. It doesn't seem as good. Yeah, but they do have them like very like various international Man, versions. Yeah, those cats are cooking. Those Paul cats are popping. They're like working. They're, they're working. working. Yeah, they're working, working, working. Damn. In their old age. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> their old fucking age. <laughs> okay, over 12,000 people apply to the show each year, and they have to undergo a long application process, which is whittled down eventually to like 20 uh, like 30 to 40 people and when it's at that point they have to meet with a psychologist to make sure they can handle the stress of competing on the show i wonder if they do that for american shows probably not probably not <laughs> that's so nice though like and this it doesn't even seem that stressful like honestly it doesn't but also like think about think, yeah you're doing it every weekend and during the week you have to prepare your bakes you're, th- yeah. you're doing that during the week and then you have to come and then like you're also being filmed all the time and like yeah. the hosts are like doing little skits and like you know talking yeah. to you while you're trying to cook i would get annoyed i'd get annoyed how many weeks is it 10 weeks yeah 10 weeks okay that's 10 pretty weeks. typical that's like yeah. a long time though. i know but I was like, that's good. Also, oh yeah. my God, it says oh, filming days can be up to 10 to 16 hours long. See, yeah, that's So it's exhausting. Crazy. So you gotta like, And yeah. you're on your feet, you know, oh, all the whole Oh, that's really time. nice that they do that then. I know, Check I it. was like, uh, most, I think any show should do that. Yeah. Have like, me, especially like a reality I bet they like, do for, like Survivor and stuff, maybe. Yeah, to but make sure you're fit for I that I bet show. like, I don't know, they probably do like background checks for like reality shows, but. 
Yeah. I don't know if they do all that. Yeah. They would probably do it after, like, if someone gets off and they're like, ooh, whatever, then mm-hmm. they probably check in with them. But yeah, that should be the standard, the yeah, gold what? standard. The gold standard. Also, here's a random little detail that always haunted me when I watched this. Oh. So, <laughs> she haunted me. It haunts me. So, you know, each episode is filmed over two days, it's always mm-hmm. a weekend. But the bakers are always wearing the same exact clothes. And I was always like, I know it's a new day. I know they don't bake all three of these bakes in the same day because that would take forever. Yeah. They have to split it up. They usually do a signature and technical one day and then showstopper the next uh-huh. day. But they make them wear the same outfits for both days for continuity Yeah, I, does that make sense? Continuity. Sure. So but, it's not like distracting the viewers. Yeah. But that means they get stanky. So some bankers have like, they either buy identical sets of clothing to wear both days or they like wash them in the hotel bathtubs. Oh my God. Because they're getting really sweaty. They're like baking. They're baking. And like shit all over them. Yeah. And it's in the summer. So sometimes it gets like really hot in there and they're in a tent. Uh, uh, uh. Why do they do it in the fucking tent? It's an AC for those bitches. I mean, it's England. I think they they don't, it doesn't get as hot in the summer. To England. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but anyway, that always I was always like, wait, what's going on? Now I understand. Anyway. Wow. Um anyway, as you kind of mentioned earlier, one of the reasons I love the show is you sort of forget it's a competition sometimes. Yeah. It's so different from like the cutthroat over dramatic American cooking shows yeah, I watched sure. while I was growing up. I mean, I still love that stuff like Top Chef and Chopped. Mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm. that. Love you. But they feel more like reality TV, you know? Yeah. Whereas Bake Off is like authentic and it's just regular people. You want to yeah, bake. fun. And so even if they lose, like, it's fine. Like, it's just not that big of a deal. True. And everybody's so... Because there's not money on the line either. True, which that so could be So it's really a, just a for the fun of it. It's just for the shits and gigs. Yeah. You know, the joy of baking. That's probably why they're not as stressed. Like, there's nothing on the line, really. Exactly. Except, except like, a cool, good, like, image. Which, like, that would be, I, probably, like, if they want to go into, like, baking or something, like, that's probably really cool to have. Oh, like, yeah. oh, I won the Great British Baking Show. Or like, even you're just well showing known. that you've been on it is yeah, a good sign, Yeah, you're, like, too. really well known. Because it's so huge. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I feel like they, they really form like real human like connections and it's like Mm -hmm. everybody, all the people are so like personable and kind and they're not putting on an act for the camera. Yeah. They usually have like such a good camaraderie, like especially like when it gets towards the end and they're starting to vote off people, like the judges and the presenters seem like genuinely sad to vote people off. Oh, like, cause they're like, they're like friends. And it's so heartfelt. Yeah. Um, and I also feel like it just appeals to pretty much anyone. Like you can, like you could watch this with like your dude, bro, or your grandma, (laughs) your dude, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody would be having a good time. True. Like what's not to love? Yes. So that's pretty much it. Oh my God. Yay. I'd love to learn more about the great British bake off. That was good. Should we do a little fuck and marry kill? What are your two? Oh, you have two. You have have two separate ones. I was going to do like, what are your top three fit? Well, you shoot, you shoot them out. I I really don't have like a good one. Okay. So my first fuck and marry kill is white professional chef's edition. So I've got, I know I got Gordon Ramsay, Guy Fieri and Paul Hollywood. Who's Paul Hollywood? The, the fucking Great British Baking Show guy. Oh, that's him. Blue she eyes. I forgot blue eyes. Oh, blue ew, eyes. Ew, ew. I know he doesn't really compare. I was gonna do Paula Hollywood. I feel like I needed a Brit in there. Well, Gordon Ramsay. But I was gonna yeah. maybe do Bobby Flay instead. But <gasps> Bobby Flay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay got like a <laughs> facelift or some weird did shit. He? he did. Okay. Recently, uh, did I mention Bobby Flay in my background? I don't know if I no, did. No, you but didn't. Oh, I was definitely going to. But he was a big part of that like nineties oh, Renaissance I can of see cooking. That. But you see, yeah. Oh, he looks bad. I know. He looks really, There's, really bad. It all of a sudden happened. I was like, he had something done. He had some work. Oh, man. Oh, no. I know. Bobby, Bobby, I Bobby. Know. It's like in his, in his eyebrows or something. Like his forehead. 
Yeah, it looks fucked up. You got like Botox up there. No, dude. Okay, well, we went down a rabbit hole. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> fuck Mary Kill. Okay. If I had to do with Paul Hollywood in it, I would say. Mm, I'd kill him. I'd kill him. He's so scary. He's so scary. I couldn't. Even if I was married to him, I couldn't. I couldn't have those eyes on me. Yeah, they're too much. They're too blue. They're too blue. Um, Mary Guy Fury. <laughs> fuck Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd fuck Gordon Ramsay too. Yeah. Just because I can't imagine fucking Guy Fieri. No. Ew, like, no. Like, sorry. I think I'd do the same roundup if it was Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay rubbed me the wrong way. I think way. I'd have There's to kill Bobby Flay. There's something weird about him. He seems like, like a jerk. I feel like he's like in a cult or something. Like, he's like mm-hmm. a. I don't know. Yeah, there's something weird with him. I don't know. He's not as like. Like, like loving, like not loving, but like uh, he's not. He's just not. She's loving. dated. She's dated all three of them. Actually, she knows. <laughs> he's not really a good lover. <laughs> he's not a very giving guy. <laughs> I would know. No. Um. I feel like his personality is. He's as just very egotistical. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. as like lovable as like and like Gordon fun. Guy. And like yeah, 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 guy. Yeah. Or guy. You know, our guy. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like if like it came out that he was a Scientologist, like if he was part of Scientology, <gasps> I'd be like, so yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, he's like Tom Cruise level. Weird. Yeah, yeah, he gives yeah. that same vibe. Yeah, he gives. Yeah, that's so so true. Okay. Mm, creepy. And then my other fuck Mary kill is American cooking shows. Yay! So Top Chef, Chopped, and Cake Boss. Oh my god, I was gonna do Cake Boss and Chopped in one. Yes. Oh, it's so hard because it's my face. I know. What would you do? I would have to. Mm. I'd have to marry Top Chef because that was my favorite one growing up. Mm. I loved watching that. And then fuck Chopped, kill Cake Boss. <gasps> I'm going to do the flip. I'm sorry, man. It's okay. I'm going to marry Cake Boss because that was mine as a kid. I love that show. Fuck Chopped, kill Top Chef. I never really got into Top Chef. See, I never really got into Cake Boss. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. We're going to watch him. We, we, we have together. to watch each other's childhood I know, shows. I know. I really want to watch cooking shows. But yeah, that's yeah. some cooking shows. Hope you guys oh, like that. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Guys. Follow our Instagram. If you like the show, follow the Instagram because then we're going to have cool At stuff coming on there. Pop Culture Pod. Yep. Yep. Go there. Out. Check it out. It's also in the show notes. Yes. You can find it there. Mm-hmm. Go follow it. Like the posts, comments, that. interact. If interact you, with us. Come guys. on. We're gonna we're, we're trying to push chat. this. Yeah. We're trying to have a community here. Yeah. 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 So go do that. Do that, please. All right. Love you guys. Bye, guys. We'll see you next time see for some fun stuff this summer. Yeah. All right, bye. All right, bye.